It's one of those words that makes some of us a little uncomfortable. Improvisation. Did your palms start to sweat when I said that? (laughs) For those of us who grew up with classical music training, improvisation wasn't something we did very often. It may not have been encouraged by your teacher growing up. You may not have ever been taught how to do it or how to develop your ideas into something that felt cohesive and musical. You may have been intimidated to play without having music in front of you. And let's not even talk about the fear associated with making up something on the spot. Are your palms sweating now? If you've been following along with me for a while, you've heard me share that this was my experience. I never improvised in my lessons, and I hated, hated being put on the spot and asked to play something when we were out somewhere and there happened to be a piano. Those of you who play another instrument don't have this problem, right? I didn't learn how to approach improvising from an educational standpoint until I was in grad school. Only then did it start to make sense to me, when someone took the time to actually teach it step by step from the beginning. And perhaps the thing that surprised me the most was how much structure was involved. Before improvising in class, we would make decisions about the meter and the key, the style of music we were improvising in, and the length. And we would outline a chord progression and how quickly it would move or change. I always thought improvising meant make up whatever you want. But I realized that it's all about establishing a musical framework first, making those decisions up front. And that provided so much freedom for creativity because we knew where those boundaries were. Musical creativity is something I value so much in my studio and something that I want to encourage and foster in all of my students. I love when a student comes into a lesson and says, I made up my own version of this piece, or I created a new ending, or want to hear the piece I made this week? The answer is always yes. I strive to create an atmosphere that's conducive to learning and creating music. And that means guiding my students in developing self-awareness, discrimination, creative expression, and independence in their music making. Today, I want to share a story from the early days of my studio when I was still a student myself. It's about a lesson I had one October with an 11-year-old student. I'm Ashley Danu, and you're listening to Field Notes on Music Teaching and Learning. Writing field notes is a way of documenting and processing what we see in the world. This podcast is a collection of creative ideas, practical strategies, and thoughtful observations from the field of music teaching and learning. Here, you'll find creative and pedagogically sound teaching tips, fresh new approaches you can use in your teaching, and insight into a few tried and true systems and creative processes designed to help you do your best work. Let's get started. I have this tradition in my studio. Every October, I give each student a special Halloween or fall-themed piece. Something that's not in their method book, or supplemental books. It's just a piece of sheet music that's fun and accessible to play throughout the month. And so it was several years ago in October when I introduced Jennifer Fink's Monster Dance 
to a fifth grade student. Let's call him Jace. It was a sight-readable piece for him, really. A short, one-page piece that we could put together in one lesson, but it's written as a left-hand solo, which provided some challenge for him, and it ventures up into the treble clef partway through, which offered a good reading challenge. We worked through the primary patterns and hand position shifts together. I asked him to look for repeated patterns and musical ideas so we could get a sense of structure and form. After analyzing the piece and practicing the patterns individually, Jace asked to play the piece all the way through. As I listened to him play, I thought about the Pixar film, Monsters, Inc., naturally. One of my personal favorites, especially this time of year. Have you seen Monsters, Inc., I asked when he finished playing. Um, yeah, of course, Jace said with a smile and a playful eye roll. Have you seen Monsters University, he asked me. Um, yeah, of course, I said, (laughs) imitating his response. I was thinking, which monster is the best match for the music in Monster Dance, I asked. Oh, definitely Sullivan, he said without hesitation. Yeah, I was thinking Sully too, I said. There's something about that lumbering D minor pattern with a raised fourth scale degree that seemed to capture his character so well. But what about Mike Wazowski, I said. You can't have Sully without Mike. What kind of music do you think would fit his character? Jace immediately went to the high side of the piano and started improvising something playful and humorous. I mean, Mike Wazowski is not scary at all, he said as he played, chuckling to himself. Wait, I have an idea, he said quickly, interrupting his improvisation. We'll make up a monster dance from Mike Wazowski, but you can only use the notes of C minor. You first, he said with a grin. I was surprised by his invitation and a little intimidated, if I'm being honest, but I was inspired by his boldness in sharing his musical ideas without needing to practice and perfect them first. And I was pleased that he was the one extending the invitation to me to improvise together, like it was no big deal. That definitely would not have been me as an 11-year-old student, just saying. I don't actually remember what I ended up playing that day, but I remember that Jace's monster dance improvisation ended with the highest C on the piano. That's Mike Wazowski saying boo and not being scary at all, he explained, laughing at his own joke. And with that, he picked up his books and walked down the hall to meet his parents, still chuckling to himself. I smiled as he left the room still processing the creative moment that we had just shared. Have a great week, I called him down the hall. I'm glad I took the time to write this story down all those years ago. Looking back, I can see my curiosity about improvising and musical creativity and the way that I was making space for my students to explore this in lessons. 
but I also feel my own hesitancy to improvise in this narrative. That butterflies in your stomach feeling of creating something on the spot and in front of someone else. But I have learned through the years that facing those fears in the moment actually sets a positive example for our students. It's not about perfection. It's not about playing the quote right notes at the quote right time or having the best musical ideas. It's about that process, experimenting and playing, discovering ideas and figuring out how you want to use them. It's about learning how to make musical decisions in the moment. In an interview with Mary Ellen Pincino, music educator, researcher, and author Edwin Gordon said, My best recommendation to music teachers of the next century is to improvise, improvise, improvise. Get rid of notation. Learn from music learning theory to teach children to make music without the aid of notation or music theory. Follow religiously the process of the way we learn language. End quote. I hope that this encourages and inspires you to create opportunities for improvising in your music teaching this year. How can you support creative expression in your students and guide them in creating and developing their own musical ideas? Thanks so much for listening today. For written notes, related links, and more information on today's topic, visit ashleydanu.com slash field notes. You can find me on Instagram at Ashley Danu. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean so much if you'd subscribe and leave a review in Apple Podcasts. This will help others discover this content in the future. Plus, I'd love to hear what you like about the show and if there's anything specific you'd like to hear in the future. Again, thanks so much for tuning in today. See you next time. Thank you.